On today's podcast, we're going to take a look at the latest Dunkel NFL rankings, as well as four picks for week 10 of the schedule, starting with the New Orleans Saints visiting the Tennessee Titans, and followed by Cleveland at New England, Buffalo at the New York Jets, and wrapping up on Sunday night with the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. Welcome to the Dunkel Index Podcast, the sports world's oldest rating service, now in our 92nd season. I'm Bob Dunkel, and as you can tell, still battling a little cold, so please hang in there with me. Let's take a look at our latest top five NFL rankings and some of the big matchups for week 10 of the schedule. Wasn't a great week for our top five rankings, starting with number five, where the Dallas Cowboys looked ready to explode with the return of quarterback Dak Prescott and facing a four-loss Denver team at home last week. Instead, it turned out to be Teddy Bridgewater's game as he stole the show in a 30-16 to upset for the Broncos. Dallas will try to avoid the same kind of slip against an under-500 team this week as the Cowboys host Atlanta. It wasn't much better for our number four team either, the L.A. Rams, who couldn't take advantage of a Tennessee team that is without its offensive leader, Derrick Henry, but still managed to pull off the 28-16 upset in L.A. The Rams face a tricky road game this week on Monday night against division rival San Francisco 49ers. As bad as those two losses were, they pale in comparison to our number three team, the Buffalo Bills, losing to 1-6 Jacksonville 9-6. Josh Allen was sacked four times, and the Bills repeatedly hurt themselves with 12 penalties for 118 yards. Following that disaster, it's doubtful Sean McDermott's team will take the 2-6 and six Jets lightly this week as they meet in Jersey. Those poor performances make our number two team, the Arizona Cardinals, stand out even more, even with QB Kyler Murray out due to injury, as well as wide receivers DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green. The Cards rode the arm of veteran backup Colt McCoy. Yes, he's still in the league, sports fans, to a 31-17 win at San Francisco. Arizona heads home this week to face Carolina. And that leaves at number one the defending champ, Tampa Bay Bucks, who avoided the plague of upsets last week by having a strategically placed bye on the schedule. They'll return to the field this week in Washington to face the football team. Now, let's take a look at a few of this weekend's matchups, starting in Tennessee, where we've got the New Orleans Saints facing the Titans. Uh, Now that we're at the midpoint of the regular season, injuries start to become a real factor. And And the teams that weather the storm Uh, front are often the ones that move on to the postseason. Last week, the Titans certainly did a better job of that than the Saints. As we mentioned above, Tennessee is having to play without Derrick Henry in the backfield, which is like State Farm having to sell insurance without Jake these days. The Titans plugged in and over the hill, Adrian Peterson, a still trying to climb the hill, Dante Foreman, and a still looking for the hill, Jeremy uh, Jeremy Nichols, in his spot. The result was an unspectacular 69 yards rushing and a 2.7 average. 
overall, the team had 194 total yards, which was the fewest in the last three years. And yet the outcome was a very satisfying 28 to 16 win over the Rams. The shoes to fill for New Orleans were equally large with QB Jameis Winston done for the year with a knee injury. Into his place stepped the classic veteran journeyman, Trevor Simeon. And based on the stats, you'd have to say Simeon did a better job uh, filling in than Henry's replacements. He completed 25 of 41 passes for 249 yards and two TDs. But the outcome was a very unsatisfying 27-25 loss on a last-minute field goal to Atlanta. So suddenly the Saints, who started out the season blazing with a huge win over Green Bay and have occupied Dunkel's top five for much of the season, are saddled with three losses. The risk of falling further behind Tampa Bay in the standings and an uncertain quarterback situation. Perfect time to take the Saints, right? That's what the index thinks. New Orleans seems to play its best ball away from New Orleans and comes in with 36 and 16 ATS record in its last 52 road games and 23 and 8 ATS in its last 31 as a road underdog. We have the Titans pulling out a squeaker, but failing to cover the three point line with the patchwork offense is actually producing enough to push the final score over the Vegas total of 45. Now let's head to New England for a meeting between the Patriots and the Cleveland Browns. You know, the midpoint often has teams facing other types of adversity in addition to the injuries. We've seen that up in Green Bay with the Aaron Rodgers drama, and we saw it in Cleveland with the Odell Beckham Jr. saga. To Cleveland's credit, they cut their losses quickly by letting Beckham go. To Baker Mayfield's credit, he stepped up in the face of intense scrutiny and delivered a huge win last week. Mayfield threw two TD passes. Nick Chubb gave him ample running support with 137 yards on the ground, and the D delivered a 99-yard pick six from Denzel Ward in a 41-16 knockout punch against the Bengals. So instead of being the only team in the NFC North under 500 in dissension in the locker room, Browns are now five and four and look to be back in the playoff conversation coming into this contest. You know, and so are the, the Patriots, who at five and four are just a half game behind the Bills in the AFC East. New England faced its own adversity earlier this year before the release of QB Cam Newton. The post-Tom Brady era couldn't have looked bumpier, but Bill Belichick is getting just enough out of rookie QB Mac Jones to be respectable, and he's gone back to his trademark defense. Last week, he unleashed his D on a favorite target in Carolina's Sam Darnold after making life miserable for Darnold during his short stay with the Jets. Pats did the same thing to him in Carolina, picking him off three straight times in the second half including an 88-yard pick six to seal the 24-6 win and deliver New England its fourth victory in the last five games. Oh, yeah, and Belichick is now 4-0 lifetime against poor Sam Darnold. This one looks to be as close as advertised. Perhaps Mayfield and the Browns look at getting away from the Cleveland turmoil as a relief since they've been very good on the road 
with a 5-1 and one ATS record in their last six away from home. And the Pats just 1-4 straight up in their last five games at home. Dunkel is calling for the mini upset here with the Browns winning and the defense keeping New England's offense in check enough to keep the final score under the Vegas total of 46. All right, we started out looking at two tight contests this weekend. Now let's go where the outcome is not expected to be so close as the Buffalo Bills head to New Jersey to face the New York Jets. Of course, I don't know how much confidence I can say that after watching Buffalo lose to Jacksonville as a double-digit favorite last week. A month ago, the Bills were riding high with a four-game winning streak after vanquishing their nemesis, the Kansas City Chiefs and KC. But losses in two of the last three games have been a cold, even by Buffalo's winter standards, slap of reality. Turns out Jacksonville had its own Josh Allen on the defensive side, and he was better than the Bills' Josh Allen on Sunday with a pass interception, a sack, and a fumble recovery. The sack represented the first ever between two players with the same name, doubtful, the Bills' Allen, is excited about that little factoid since the sack pushed Buffalo outside of game time field goal range. Hard to say a team feels really good about itself with just two wins, but the Jets had some reason for optimism feeling uh, following quarterback Mike White's first start two weeks ago. All he did was throw a Joe Namath-like 405 yards and three TDs in the Jets' stunning upset of Cincinnati. But old number 12 doesn't need to worry about his place in the Jets' history books just yet. Uh, White left uh, last week's game in the first quarter with numbness in his throwing fingers, and the Jets reverted to form in a 45-30 loss at Indianapolis. Bills surely never imagined they'd need a bounce-back win coming off a game against Jacksonville. But that's the position they're in, and they should be able to take advantage of a Jets team that is 4-16 straight up in its last 20 games, and 2-7 and seven against the spread in its last nine. Dunkel has the Bills to win and cover the double-digit line on the road with their Josh Allen looking more like his old self and pushing the final score over the Vegas total of 52. Now let's wrap up out west with a divisional clash between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders. If the old saying, it's better to be lucky than good, is true, then sign up the Kansas City Chiefs. It's not that the Chiefs have been all that bad at 5-4 and four, and still very much in the playoff picture. It's just that after steamrolling through the AFC the last two years and route to back-to-back Super Bowls, Kansas City has looked nothing like those teams this year. So it's probably some good fortune that they got a hot Green Bay Packers team last week without the quote-unquote immunized Aaron Rodgers. Instead, they got his backup, Jordan Love, and I, I can't resist it. It was a love affair for the beleaguered KC defense. They held him to only 190 yards passing and picked him off in the fourth quarter. Chiefs also blocked a field goal try on their way to a much-needed 13-7 win. Vegas looked in a pretty good position to pick up a win as well, coming in facing a two-win Giants team last week. Only problem was they were coming off of a bye week, and for most teams, that extra week to prepare is a bonus. But for the Raiders, 
it looks like it's just wasted time. They're now three and sixteen following a week off in their last nineteen games following their twenty three sixteen loss last week against the Giants. It's the first loss for interim coach Rich Basaccia after he replaced John Gruden, and he's also now had to deal with some off-the-field controversy following the crash of Henry Ruggs III and his subsequent release. How Basaccia and the Raiders handle all this is unknown, but how the Chiefs respond as the games start to pick up more meaning has a more proven track record. Kansas City is 6-1 and one straight up in its last seven games versus the Raiders and 16-4 and four straight up in its last 20 games on the road. Needing to cover less than a field goal, Dunkel has the Chiefs to pick up the win and cover with the offense is still not clicking and keeping the final score under the Vegas total of 52. So there you have it, four picks to get your NFL weekend started. Of course, you can go to dunkelindex.com for all of our pro football picks, as well as this week's college football schedule. And make sure to tune in next week for both our college and pro football podcast. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I'd like to thank Dave Quill for getting me through these podcasts. And I'd especially like to thank my son, Ben, for all of his hard work in making this happen. Have a great weekend, and as always, good luck.